Traveling to Tuscany and other parts of Italy can be intimidating. Where to start? Who to trust? You deserve to travel stress-free. How do you do that? Well, start with us at TotalTuscany.com because we partner with some of the best travel planners based in Italy. We give you that peace of mind knowing you are covered and taken care of before you leave, once you arrive, and when you get back home. If you are interested in working with us, email TotalTuscany at gmail.com. Make sure to follow the Total Tuscany podcast on whatever platform you listen on. This way you know right away when a new episode is out. If you have time, give us a five-star rating and write a review. We love to see your feedback. Follow Total Tuscany on social media. Just search Total Tuscany on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is the Total Tuscany podcast, episode 84. There'll be a millennial or a Gen Z in, in every issue if I can help it. You know, just because I want to, you know, you know these gen, these heritage things die out, right? You know, you know, you know, through through you know intermarriage and you know just lack of interest in, in, in you know you know that, that old stuff, right? You know, uh, I'm, I'm really trying to sort of give a little boost to the, so the young Italians who are so embracing their culture. Do you recognize that voice? Well, it's our friend Andrew Cotto. He's making his third appearance on the Total Tuscany podcast. In the previous episodes, Andrew was selling his books. Today, he wants you to buy his magazine, and we recommend you do. Andrew is the new editor-in-chief of Italian America Magazine. It's the official publication of the Order Sons and Daughters of Italy and America. Andrew just published his first issue with a completely different flair. The magazine has gone from old-school stuffy to slick, young, and hip. All the reason to spend 20 bucks to have it delivered to your mailbox four times a year. Pat, you still read magazines? Actually, I do. Do you really? I have to admit, I buy more magazines for my law office than I actually get time to sit down and enjoy and read. And I have a tendency to gravitate toward those travel magazines, you know, with all the glossy pictures you know when i was when i was growing up i i, I subscribed to sports illustrated uh, outdoor life i i, I think uh, you know my but now i don't think i have any magazine subscriptions whatsoever and it's just because maybe i could find most things online a lot easier most of the content that i was looking for was online and and i think that's and it's sad in a way because there's still something valuable about something that's printed and you can read and, and that's why I, I don't do a lot of Ebooks. I still like to have something physical in my hand, and I haven't been inspired to really subscribe to anything in a long time until um, I heard what our good friend and uh, regular contributor to this podcast, Andrew Cotto, is now doing. He is now the editor in chief of Italian America Magazine, and you, Mister Pat Campania, I believe, I am now a proud subscriber. And uh, I can't wait for the first quarterly magazine. Yeah, so and Andrew just did his first. So the magazine's been around uh, a long time, and it's really and he's kind of changing of what that magazine's going to look like going forward in the future. And when 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 I heard what he was doing, I was intrigued by it. I reached out to him, and said, "Hey, you know what? It's time for you to come back on the podcast." Every time he's been on here, he's been promoting one of his books, uh, and we encourage you to buy uh, his books. But now we are encouraging you to but to, to buy and subscribe to the magazine, which is called uh, Italian America Magazine, and you're going to learn more about that magazine uh, right now on the Total Tuscany Podcast.
Andrew, people are thinking we're going to have a bromance on the Total Tennessee podcast with you because uh, this is like your third appearance now. So it uh, the bromance continues between myself, Pat, and you. Yeah, it, it's a, it's like a it's like a bromance a trois or something. <laughs> <laughs> that, you just created a new word yeah. that you might have to get that in one of your new books or articles or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, give me a second to write that down. So right, si- since it. the last time we talked, the last time we talked, you were out there promoting Pasta Mike, and you're and you're still doing that. If you haven't uh, purchased or read Pasta Mike yet, uh, you can buy it uh, on Amazon.com. Uh, we'll put a link to it uh, in, 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 on TotalTuscany.com. But you have a brand new job. Which is editor in chief of uh, Italian America magazine, and you just came out with your very first uh, uh, magazine. So how how yeah. how was that experience? It was it was incredible. I was I was when they asked me to t- take the job, I was pretty shocked because I mean, I've done lots of journalism. You know, I, I've written you know, about three or four hundred articles um, for various publications, from the New York Times to like you know blogs. Um, and so I've done lots of the, the, the content creation. I had no, I've done nothing on the back end before. You know, no editing, no designing, no layout. And I I, just, I said to them, I, I don't I think you're making a mistake. I mean, because I'm not sure I'm qualified. And they're like, no, no, you're definitely qualified. And we're gonna sort of like diversify the responsibilities out to a bunch of different people. So all, all I really had to do was was create the content and design the magazine's layout. Um and of course do all the editing, et cetera. But I, I you know, I, I wasn't uploading files and you know, we they have a team in place to sort of help me with the things that were scaring me most, which were the technical logistics. You know, if you ever see my Instagram account, you know I'm not very technical. <laughs> I, everybody's got these like you know reels and and you know things blowing up in the background, and my, I just have a picture with a misspelled word. Um, so it was the experience itself was amazing. I, I had complete controls, and what I was trying to do with the magazine was make it a, a little more updated, it's sort of like a lifestyle magazine, and not just for. The Italian Americans who are members of the organization that supports the magazine. The magazine is the publication of orders, sons, and daughters of Italians in America. You know, the oldest and largest Italian American you know heritage organization in the country. Right, and their content historically, I got the magazine um, was 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 a little more nostalgia driven. You know, immigrant stories, you know, things like that, and you know, lots of talk about you know you know issues that the Italian Americans are, are are addressing temporarily. I wanted to make it a little more fun. Um, so, you know, I have to make it more lifestyle-ish, you know, so we have, you know, Rocco Spirito is our first is our cover, which I can show you guys. You can kind of, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's a really sharp cover. I had the picture, I had the photograph taken at a studio. Um, you know, and oh, so you I have took, a budget and everything? Wow, that's great. Oh, yeah, it's like a real job. I mean, it, it's not it's, it's not my only job. I mean, it, I, I, I negotiated it down to being like a part-time job, so I have other things I need to do writing-wise. You know, I, I ghostwrite. I have my novels. I have journalism. I'm starting another magazine, a food, Italian, Italian, entirely food Italian magazine to fill the void left by um, La Cucina Italiana, which folded its USA operation mm-hmm. uh, last year, who I was writing extensively for. So me and my former managing editor at La Cucina Italiana and a, a friend of mine uh, who's a cookbook author and a memoir writer named Daniel Paterno, who's also a creative designer, um, are, are launching a new magazine called Appetito. Well, probably next month, awesome. and it'll be ex- nothing but Italian food in America and Italian food in Italy. How much of the Italian American magazine will be devoted to to like news of news of Italy, so that we can kind of get our get our hooks into that? It's funny. I mean, that's one of the things I cut was the news section they had mm-hmm. from like Italy because the magazine's quarterly, right? So like you know you know mm-hmm. so you know. You, if I if I was going to report about that the, the prime minister just resigned yesterday, right? You know, 
you know, it, it wouldn't come out until like, you know, October. So okay. I, I thought the news section of what was happening in Italy was probably dated in that if people were really curious about what was happening in Italy, they, they could find it by watching Rye or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what I was trying to do is make it a little bit more entertainment driven, though there is there is lots of attention to Italy. I'm going to do a story. When I, when I go over in October, one of the things I'm doing is researching the the, 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 the plight of the fishermen in the, in, the, in the Veneto, in the lagoon. You know, how, how that industry is dying so quickly and like the, the fishermen are saying to their kids, don't be fishermen and for the first time ever. Um, so there'll be stories from on, on the ground with narratives from Italy. Um, also a travel section in every issue. There's, so this this issue is written um, by the Italian on tour. It's a, um, a, a, a American, she's Canadian married to an Italian. They live in Le Marche in Ascoli Pacino um, and they do tours there. And she wrote um, the travel section about Le Marche. Um, our friend, you know Cassandra Santoro? Uh, we do not know. Um, travel Italian style. She's going to do um, the October's travel section. She's in New York, that. right? Is she in New York? Half, half in New York. Yes. Okay. I, I, I'm familiar. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. We've never talked to her and I don't know. And we've never met personally, but I have seen her Instagram stuff and, yeah, yeah. and some stuff like that. So yeah. that's where I know the name. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. She's going to do the, the Amalfi Coast for the October issue. So every issue they'll be reporting stories from Italy and also a, a travel session dedicated to either do an entire region or a part of that region that that's big enough on its own to warrant the attention. So I'm really trying to have like one foot, you know, one and a half feet in America and a half a foot in Italy. Mm-hmm. So Pat subscribed to the magazine yesterday because he's Italian. Cool. Are yeah. you always looking for new content? Because I think I think there's a story right here in, in in Omaha, Nebraska, where we're based, that I think would be perfect for your magazine. Since I have zero Italian blood, I'm not qualified to tell the story. But Pat, I'm going to let you pick it up from here because I think what's going on here mm-hmm. is, is fascinating. So t- tell Andrew the story and let's we'll see if this is magazine worthy. Yeah, so I, before, I, I, before you do, Pat, I'm sorry, I must interject. Travis, you have Italian blood, man. I'm telling you, it's in there. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it, it just by just by default. So I spend so much time through osmosis. Osmosis. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. I had to point that point. Pat, please tell me. I think it's the same story that I, I think it's a story that uh, is repeated all over the country. You know, most of the Italians in Omaha are from two, well, from Carlantini, Sicily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they all came over within a relatively short period of time. So. Those roots are being explored. Omaha and Carlantini have now become sister, or they're becoming sister cities. Okay. And the mayor of Carlantini is actually arriving in Omaha for a visit tomorrow. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. So um, so we're starting to blend, uh, and, and the idea is to have America, Omaha kids go over and explore Sicily and Italy and go to school and have an, have an exchange. So I think that's probably being repeated all over the place. Uh, there's this I, awakening. There's an awakening happening there. I, I agree with that for sure. I think it's a great story. And I, I actually would, would talk to you later about maybe trying to write something up that, about that. I wish it was, I wish it was coming in like, in like in August or September. I, I, I'd, go to, I'd come too. Well, hold on for a second. Now, what, what Pat did not tell you is that there is a group, mm-hmm. including our mayor, going to Carlantini in August. So oh, the, they are actually going in August. So the return trip it, with a group from, from Omaha, Nebraska, is going over there in August to spend, I believe, a week, maybe two weeks over there, week right? Two, and I think it's about 60 or 70 people. So Wow. Yeah, it's it's kind um, of a big thing. That's great. That's a great story. And that's that's kind of what I'm looking for. I, mean, I, I love those types of stories. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I think each issue will have one sort of like narrative of, of that nature to it. Um I'm also looking for any um, you know people who are practicing the, the arts and crafts of Italy 
in America. You know, people making wallets or belts or whatever. We're working with leather to say, you know, and not, I'm, I'm trying not to make it all about food. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, in, in this issue here, I have, I have an Italian-American bookstore in Boston, which is great. Um, I'm an Italian-American filmmaker. You know, so I'm, I, I, my, my instincts, of course, as, as we all know, you know, you're really good, you know, lean heavily towards food, but it's not a food magazine. So there, there will be food in it. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, there's a whole food section, everyone, um, by Michelle DiPietro. Do you know, know her manja with Michelle? Um, yes. Yes, she's a great recipe writer, food blogger, um, stylist, and she's our, she's our in-house um, food person. I, I hired her. Um, and so there'll be that every issue and there'll be features about food. People obviously rock with a spirit is food driven. Um, but I, I'm also learning, I'm also looking for people who aren't, who are doing things that are inspired by Italian heritage, even if they're not Italian, right. Um, that are, are not exclusively related to food as hard as that is for me. Do you, do you see that a lot? Because you see a lot of people maybe go over to Italy to do an apprenticeship with, with a restaurant. Um, you know, some of the arts and, and artisans, that you, especially when you cross the Arno and go over to the Altrano district in Florence, a lot of those old artisans, are they're old, right? And there's nobody who, who's becoming an apprentice to learn it. Do, do you find, are Americans just picking it up here or are they going over and learning old school and then bringing it back? Cause there seems to be a, a renaissance when it comes to, 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 to crafts and, and, and that originality that people want. Yeah. I, I think that's a really great point. And I, I don't know the answer. I mean, my, my thought um, is that, you know, that people are sort of learning it or being inspired by when they're there and coming back here and learning it. I mean, there's a really cool, I'm going to do a story when I have a, a spot for a, a spirits story. This is really dynamic young guys over in green uh, greenpoint brooklyn making negronis um you know you know um and uh amaro um and they're in their little warehouse you know um and they're italian americans but you know the, the guy actually the guy who their partner makes the gin is like irish um it's really cool I, I think that i think there is sort of an appreciation for that 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 quality and, and custom um you know uh, approach to it but i don't know where the skill is being um acquired you know I'm going to do a, 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 a woman who's making leather bags called Betta Bag. Um, and she's, she's Italian-American, but she was inspired by her business over there. And, and now I'm starting this you know, custom you know, leather bag company. It's really cool. Where do, where do you think this goes, Andrew? This, this, uh, we talked about this before, this kind of, the, and Travis just said Renaissance, this connection. It's, uh, it seems yeah. to be getting stronger and there's some momentum. But where do you think it's headed? I, I think it's going towards, a, a, you, know, you know, a real sort of, assimilation between Italians and Americans and not just Italian Americans. I think Italian Americans might be at the forefront, but I think the, the love and appreciation for Italy is something that has always been there, right? It's, it's, it's a, a number one, if not, you know, top destination, um, European or international destination for American travelers, you know, of all backgrounds, right? You know, there's other places that people go to, of course, that, that they might have a cultural connection to like Ireland, I guess, but come on, Italy is the place. I think historically more non-Italians have visited, right, um, from the U.S. and Canada, I would say. Um, and I think that that's going to explode or increase dramatically in a post-pandemic world. So I think what the pandemic um, laid bare is, is our desire for, for beauty, um, to enjoy, you know, high quality, you know, in, ingredients and, you know, sort of live the, la dolce vita. You know, the, the, the life, the Italians, you know, from my point of view, have, have mastered the art of living, right? You know, the, the country itself is, is imperfect with bureaucracy and government. And we're talking about the train lines going to take 25, you know, all that kind of stuff. Sure. You know, but as far as like just like, you know, the wellness that comes from from 
living a good life and eating really high quality food that's locally sourced, you know, eating the proper portions, you know, you know, you know, I, I think they, and all the other things about lifestyle that, that, that sort of similar to that in approach is, is something that people are really going to, to appreciate more so now than ever. And I, I think there's going to be, you know, not just an increase in, in um, tourism, but in, in, in um, citizenship. You know, when they reached out to you to be, well, you, you bring up citizenship and I, I don't know if you're a regular listener to the Total Tuscany podcast when you're not on it, but episode 81, uh, we did a whole episode on citizenship. And oh, I'd love to watch that. I think it was actually right at, before or after one of my last appearances. It, and I meant, oh, I got to watch that. Yes. Uh, well, you know, we're, we're not video wise, but uh, it's all audio. But, uh, it, it, you know, Nick Gibalisco was a guest of ours. And he is, he's taken upon himself. It started as just helping one guy and then another guy and then helping Pat. It, this might be another story for your magazine. Here's a guy who's based in Omaha, Nebraska, never been to the old country, but he's helping everybody get their citizenship right now because he's like perfected the, the art and, and learned the, the ins and outs of dealing with the bureaucracy. How interesting. Um, does he do it like a, for like a living? A part-time. A part-time job. Yeah. I could feature him in the magazine, like a, like a little quid pro quo. If he helps me, right, you know, well, through this, I can write a story about him, which would build his business. I'm not trying to, you know, you know, you know, milk him, you know, but like, you know, it could be reciprocal type thing. Um, cause I, I, we, we have a sponsor is one of those heritage companies. Um, and, and I broached them the idea, tell you what, you help me get my citizenship. Right. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell, I'll, I'll bring our readers through the process you know, in exchange. And, and, and they're just so busy that they haven't, they haven't been able to sort of address that with me. So if someone else was, is interested in doing that, you know, it's great publicity. You know, we, we, you know, huge subscription list. Mm. Obviously there are people who are very interested in Italian citizenship. Um, so, you know, please, after we get off, put me in touch. I well, will. Yeah. And, and that's I what's good. I might need to come to Omaha. Well, I, well, it's interesting because, and this isn't a, a podcast about Omaha by any means, but I don't, I think, you know, you're in New York, right? And there's a huge Italian population in New York. I, I don't think people are aware of the large concentration of Italian uh, people all over the country, but let's, you know, Union Pacific Railroad started here. So the railroad brought a lot of immigrants here, right? I mean, so Union Pacific, and, and it, it used to be certain parts of town were Italian, Polish, Czech. I, I mean, now they've kind of dissipated, but I think there's a return, and I think you're seeing this in cities all over the country, a return to 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 to, to the pride of your of your original culture, right? And, and, that's, and, and, and that's kind of what your magazine brings together with the, with the Italians. Yeah, I mean, it's it's celebrating, uh, you know, I say all things Italian and Italian America. But what I like about it and, and you know, and the thing that I'm, I'm most anxious to achieve is to not to make it exclusive to Italians or Italian Americans. I, th I think, you know, Italian American culture and Italian culture belong to lots of people, you know, you know, you know and so I, I think the magazine before was probably geared towards a, a more exclusive audience. Um, and I'm trying to make that broader because I think Italy is, you know, it's universal. Um, and, you know, the Italian-American experience, which is distinct from the Italian experience, you know, obviously, you know, um, is also something that's really appreciated. I, I, the book I'm reviewing um, for the next issue is called Red Sauce. And it's about, you know, how Italian food, you know, sort of conquered America, you know, and, and uh, everyone eats spaghetti, and, you know, and, and tomato sauce, right? Every, you know, and pizza and et cetera. So, you know, I, I think it, it's nice to sort of recognize how important Italian-American culture is to America. 
um, as well as, you know, obviously, you know, what Italy means to America. When you were offered the job of editor-in-chief of, uh, uh, of Italian America magazine, did anything go through your head like, well, hold on, Prince dead. We, we got to have the online version, you know, the Prince dead. Or what made you believe in a print version? Because there are magazines folding. Newspapers are folding all over the country. You know, yeah. what made you say, you know what, this is, this is my calling right now. This is what I'm going to do. Well, I think that the, you know the audience for this magazine still reads magazines, right? You know, and there, you know, there's we have you know X amount of subscribers, right? Um, you know, it, it's a quarterly. You know, their members, many of them are members of the Order of Sons and Daughters of Italians in America, so they they have, they have inherent interest in the content, right? And 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 they're 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 you know, they're, they're not millennials or Gen Z, <laughs> you know, they're, they're they're Gen X and Boomers. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe even, even still some greatest generation. I mean, you know, so th- th- there's still the, of the reading ilk. That, and that makes a lot of sense. Uh, what, what, no, that's it. I'm sorry that that being said that we are going to try and get more modern too. And, you know, really do more online. They used to just post a PDF of the, of the, of the, of the magazine online at some point after we're, we're going to be a little bit more, a little bit more expansive with that and do more social media, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I'm really looking, you know, there'll, there'll be a millennial or a Gen Z, in, in every issue, if I can help it, you know, just because I want to, you know, you know these, gen, these heritage things die out, right. You know, you know, you know, through, through, you know, intermarriage and, you know, just lack of interest in, in, in you know, you know, that, that old stuff, right. You know, uh, and I'm, I'm really trying to sort of give a little boost to the, some, the young Italians who are so embracing their culture. Well, I would say Nick is probably a, a millennial. Is he? He's on the higher end of the millennial. He's not gen, he's not gen X like no. me by any means, or and you, you're a boomer, but uh, uh, see, you're a boomer. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> See, uh, oh. we explained it in our previous uh, our previous episode, but Pat and I have this this ongoing joke uh, about who's older, right? I, I'm obviously younger than Pat, but he looks older. See, that's and what that's, he believes. That's the curse. <laughs> so, anytime we go out for dinner or stuff like that, we do a practical joke with with the server, and it, it gets to be pretty uh, pretty contentious sometimes, pretty competitive, sure. and, and, and it's it's you know it's couple guys having fun and and, and making cool. fun of our age. But Pat yeah. is clearly older than I am. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yes, and he, I'm, I'm, I, you, you both look exactly the same age. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> You're on this show as much me. as you want. All right, now, are, are you a boomer or are you a, are, are you a I, Gen Xer? I, I, turned, I turned 54 last week. Okay, and Pat's, Pat is 56. is 56, and I'll be 52 in September, so uh, well, I'm the youngest one on this podcast. Who would have Who would have thought, right? But you look the oldest. <laughs> See now, there it is. Uh, the, um, it, 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 how much different is is a magazine? And, and you're right. You're doing. You, you, are you contributing to your magazine first of all? And how much How much is a magazine different than than writing a book or or, or writing just an article for a magazine? Now, now that you're knee deep into this. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, I, I think I I wrote about. It's what they wanted to do. This is this is a, this is a big change. You know, the, the previous editor in chief didn't do much writing; he did lots of assigning. What they wanted is it's some sort of editorial continuity, um, and they wanted me to do. So I'm mostly here as a writer. I, mean, I, I wrote, my goodness, I interviewed Rocco. I wrote the story about the bookstore. I wrote the story about the filmmaker. I wrote an article about Sunday lunch. It's a new column about you know remembering when we were kids. And we we used to have to go to our grandmothers or grandfathers or whomever's for lunch uh, every Sunday. I, I, so I wrote I wrote that first column. Then I assigned out the recipes to Michelle and the travel section. I did a book review and interviewed the author. My, my name's all over this damn thing. It should be called Italian America Andrew Cotto Magazine. Um, 
<laughs> all over it. Like you look at the table of contents, like, you know, I've never seen my name so many times. And I, I love that because, you know, I mean, I couldn't just be an editor. I couldn't let other people do the writing. It's like, you know, I, I wouldn't be a very good coach. I'd, I'd rather be a player. Um, and in this case, I'm kind of both. Um, and it was it was really fun. And you know, the, the writing, so the, the writing part was like the, a lot of the writing I do normally anyway. Interviews, features, you know, local color things, personal essays. Um, the, the, it was It was really rewarding to sort of contribute in so many different ways. And it's much different than a book, which is like a singular entity, right? A, a novel, possibly Mike. It's pasta mic every day, all day, when I'm working on it until I finish, right? This was a little bit of Rocco, a little bit of the filmmaker, a little bit of the bookstore. You know, I was bouncing around. Then I was also like, you know, arranging photo shoots and then working with the designer on the, on the layout, right? You know, and, and just even with the captions, I, and the, the magazine came back to me, this is great, let's go. She's like, none of the pictures have captions. I was like, ah, <laughs> I got to write those. Right? So, all these little different things that I've been challenged by. You know, it, it's fun to be challenged, right? To do something different. Um, and, and, and to be up for the challenge is, is so rewarding. I, got, I, I'm, I feel like this is like a novel. I'm, I'm just as proud of it. Um, because it's really good. I got to say. <laughs> I've only seen the cover, which you which you put out in, in your writing. I was like, "Damn, this is this is this is a good looking magazine," and that's half the battle, right? Because let's use let's use craft brew. There, there, how many how many brews are out there right now? And I talk to 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 distributors, and I talk to uh, brewers, and they're like, "The key is your packaging, because the yeah. packaging sells." And if you get the right place on on the shelf, and you have the best looking can, if you have the best looking brand, people will will pick that without even thinking twice about it, just because it looks good. You, they put your magazine on a rack, should we say. People go, oh, that's a good-looking magazine. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm interested. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it. I, I think so, too. It looks really good. And I think it's important to have a familiar face. I'm going to try and have a celebrity, you know, sort of be at the forefront of each issue. You know, because, um, you know, people, oh, I know. I recognize that person, right? And I think human interest, you know, other people's stories. People's stories about people are the most interesting stories, right? Um yeah, and the inside looks great too. The designer really stepped it up. She, I, I said to her, like, you know, let's make it a little more contemporary, a little more slick. And she was, yes. You know, look at the table of contents. It was so cool. Right? Yeah, it, it, it's a perfect yeah. amount of uh, you know. You, really the nice. photos are sharp. Uh, yeah. Plenty of white space. Plenty. It, it's supposed to be what third written, third photos, third white space, and I, I think you hit that. I mean, it's just I know that's that's design techni- uh, technicality, but uh, yeah. uh, there's there's something to be said for that. Uh, sure. So I, I understand the the subscription and and the interest in the and the organization, the underlying organization. But do you see any interest the other direction? Do you see do you see the Italians? interested in america and is there a is there an option is there a way for you to get some of that information or that content for italian subscribers who have an interest in what happened to the family that came here so you're talking about like the interest from italians in italy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we have the, the order has some lodges in in italy they have one in rome and i think one in some in sicily i'm curious if it, they have a lodge in omaha did, did you, know, you guys know that i did not know that I'm asking, maybe I, I, since you're mentioning there's such a population of Italian Italian Americans there, I'm, I'm wondering if there's so it, it'd be order sons, daughters, Italian O S D I A. Well, we have we have a sons of Italy. Yeah, that's the same thing. Uh, okay, that same they, thing. So we so yeah. it it actually they just rebuilt it because it burnt down a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and they rebuilt and it's it's right by St. Francis Cabrini, and the Santa Lucia Festival starts this week. Um, but there is uh, is there lunch daily or is it once a week at the Sons of Italy? I don't know. 
I, I put him to the test. He, he's going to be mad at me for asking that question. But we, they, they serve lunch there uh, at least, I know, once a week. But it, it's a big Sons of Italy lodge. Oh, yeah. So, so it used to be Sons of Italy and then changed to Sons of okay. Daughters. Okay. So, okay. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I would love to sort of find a way to sort of, you know, you know make Italians more aware of what Italian Americans do. That's your, that's your question, Pat. Yes, that'd be great because I, I, I think, you know, most Italians are, are, are aware of America as a whole, right? They're, they're certainly conscious of America, Coca-Cola and, and Michael Jordan and all our, you know, our pops and all our, 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 our pop culture um, and our politics, of course, et cetera. And, and then I think there's a little, a little bit dismissive of Italian American culture. Um, I think it'd be great to sort of, sort of, you know, boost that and create more solidarity, you know, and, these these towns sort of becoming sister towns is just the best. That that's I mean, what, 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 how much more could you do to foster solidarity than then to create an alliance? You know that's civic. You know that's great. Well, and and with the mayor of Carlentini coming here, uh, he can go home and and tell great stories and say, hey, encourage tourism both ways because it, it it has to work both ways, and I think it will. And Americans are much more. Uh, eager to, to to go back to to the homeland, should we say, than maybe the other way around. But I think if yeah. you fi- once you start building relationships, getting to know people, I, I think that will create that 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 cross pollination, should we say? I agree. I, I think the first thing that the, the mayor is going to say when he gets back to Italy is that the meat is so good. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know You're we, not going to believe it. Incredible. <laughs> we keep. <laughs> Incredible. We keep um, telling you you need to get to the middle of America. You you you, you give us the lip services like yeah yeah I'll get over. I'm telling you you can get on at Laguardia and can get on and, and there's like there's a nonstop from Laguardia to Omaha every day. You can come here for a weekend. Really? Yeah. Um. Only only if, if uh, Moose Martelli comes with me. Yeah. It, it's isn't it funny how this podcast and social media just brings people together. It, it, it's fascinating to me. Uh, and Moose Martelli, is, uh, he, he's a wine connoisseur. He, he loves Italian food. He goes to Italy. I've never met him personally. I don't think I've ever talked to him on the phone. Oh, really? But we, you know, we, we, we converse on Instagram. We converse on Facebook. And it's like you have these friendships and you're friends with people you, you, you don't even know, which is, yeah. which is kind of weird. I, mean, you know, I know. I, I mean, there's things about social media that drive me bonkers, but like the fact that, you know, I wouldn't have met you guys. Right. You know, yep. and, and, and actually I've met Moose in person. He comes to my readings when I'm in Boston. Um, and yeah, he, he's definitely Moose. That's, he's, he's not, he's not, you know, he's not misnamed. Uh, he's, he was sitting in the front row of my, one of my readings. And I'm like, you must be Moose. He's like, <laughs> um, um, uh, but yeah, I, I, and, and finding people, I was the the best thing about the pandemic for me, you know, was finding all these people who were so into food. And I think food became a real important part of our lives, um, even for those of us who was already a, an extremely important part. You know, it, it became even more so. And I, and I found so many friends. I had this reading for Pasta Mike at a at a restaurant in Brooklyn called uh, Cebu. It's, a, it's actually like a bistro, Italian, American, French combo. The name is a Philippine island. Um, it's, a, it's where my son works. Um, uh, and I had an event there with Rocco. Rocco was the host. I know I, we did pasta mic. And I, I think half the audience was food people that I met through Instagram who I never met before. It was like their first time. It was like in mm-hmm. April. They're, they're finally coming back out, right? There's no more masks required for the time being, at least. Um, and half the room was like Instagram friends. And and, and I, I didn't think of them as like, you know, s- small F friends. I mean, I, you know, I thought of them as, as friends, you know, that we, we generally know each other enough at this point 
right? Where we saw each other, we, we oh my god, you know, and, and you know, and you know, it was, it was just really magical. And that's what social media was meant for. And, and you're you're right. There's a lot of negative on social media that drives you nuts. You're like, it wants you want to stay off. But those friendships, those connections, that's what's the great part uh, of social media. And the way you're able to connect and, and, and tell stories, you know. And it's no different than with this podcast. We we've done, you know, we're in the '80s now, and it, it dates back. We don't we don't do them as regular as we probably should. But the great thing about this podcast is it, it brings people together. Um, it's it's amazing to people. Uh, I've actually had people go, hey, I, I've heard your podcast before. And it's like, wow, I, I, you forget that people listen to it. But the two things that people listen to the most when we do this, wine and food. Because people, it, it's the table, right? It's like we're sitting around the table together and having those conversations. It, it, so when you say you, you want to do you know, more things besides food, but food, food and wine is what sell, man. And I shouldn't say sell, but that's what unites people. Absolutely. I mean, it, it is, it is the universal, you know, joint connector, right? I mean, I mean, I mean it, it, I, everybody has to eat, right? I mean, I mean, and you know, I guess there's some people who, who just eat to live, you know, and then there's the rest of us who live to eat, right? Because it's such a, it's such a, it, to me, it's church, you know, it's communal. Mm-hmm. Yep. get together even if i'm eating by myself it, it 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 feels sacred because i'm i'm putting you know i'm enjoying the process of buying the food preparing the food eating the food drinking the choosing the wine drinking it, it's pleasure right it it makes me happy every single day mm-hmm. you know and you know you know in, in increasing amounts of joy breakfast okay i'm happy to have breakfast right? lunch okay yeah i'm digging this we start getting towards i'm thinking about dinner you know at breakfast right and and I'm thinking about it as, as as something at the end of my day, where that I, that will bring me joy, you know, a lot of joy. And then that joy is, you know, magnified if there's someone sitting next to me who I happen to care about, right? And if someone's sitting next to them, if someone's sitting next to them, you know, the bigger the room, the happier. I had a birthday party here um last week, right? And there was like you know, 20 people, my you know, close friends here. It was amazing. It was just, and then none of them really knew each other. It was all sort of a mishmash, you know, you know, last minute thing. And it, it and we made. I, I made chicken liver pate. Um, we, um, the, my friend in the restaurant on the corner made me some deviled eggs. You know, I had filet mignon sandwiches with Peter Luger steak sauce. You know, it was just so much fun to think it out, prepare, and then execute it. I mean, I, I, had a, I, had a, I bought a dog pool for my dog that was too small for him, so I, I made it like a rosé pool and and red wine pool. You know, it was floating in ice, and everybody was drinking and talking, and you know, someone sang a song. It was just magical. And it, 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 if you remove food from that component. It wouldn't have been magical. It would have been boring. No, it would have been okay. It would have been like a reading, reading. Yeah, that's a, you're so right. I, I like the, I like the communal. I like the church aspect. Uh, that, that's a great analogy. So your, your magazine is, is quarterly. Uh, Italian America is the name of the magazine. Uh, Pat is now a subscriber. How much, how much is a, a yearly subscription to, uh, uh, to the magazine? That's a good question. It's not a lot. I mean, I was looking at the cost of the other magazines. They're outrageous. The, the, and each in, each issue is four dollars and ninety five cents, right? You know, that, that's the best four dollars ninety five cents you're going to spend when you, when you look at all the content you're getting. There's right. so many stories in here. Um, I, my goal is to, to double the size of it within a year. You know, I mean, I, I could definitely create more content. I mean, I'm like I'm booked out from like October through you know, or e- either increased. The size of the magazine, or the or the or the how often it comes out, because I'm booked for for fall already. We have Adriana Trigiani on the cover, and the author, she's amazing. Um, you know, I, I'm gonna have Debbie Mazar in the next cover. You know, trying to get Chaz Palmentari. I mean, I, I there's so much, I, and I have all this backlog content that people are sending to me. Yeah. You know, so like you know, the people had stories they wanted to write and to send in. You know, for you no know, for free, and I I have enough right now to, for a year's worth of magazines. 
I um, think it's going to be uh, you're going to have a huge response, Andrew. There's oh, there's you. so much interest in, and you, you're it's amazing. What else? What else is on your radar screen? You have so many irons in the fire. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm ghostwriting, which is a, a new career for me that I picked up during the pandemic. Um, you know, I was a professor of English before the pandemic as well. So I, I wrote, I, I taught full time and then wrote half time. Um, and I lost my job during the pandemic. They, they, they terminated my position. Um, and I, so I had to pivot to just to writing full time. And I, I was just right. I was saying, I'll write anything you want me to write. And one of the things I came into was ghostwriting, which is really fun. You know, it's people with stories to tell that need someone to help them tell it. Um, so I do, I'm doing two projects now on that, finishing up a third actually as well. And I have a new novel in the works. Um, um, I have a noir series, um, which has blues in the title, Atterbury Blues and um, Black Irish Blues are the first. I'm, I'm about a quarter of the way done with um, Harlem River Blues, which will be my next novel. Then I'm going back to Italy for another Cucina book. Um, in the interim, I'm, I'm doing tons of other journalism for other sources, and I'm about to launch this magazine called Appetito with uh, Richard Martin and Daniel Paterna. It's going to be all Italian all the time. Food. So, man, talk about reinventing yourself. I, I mean, really, yeah, you, you've totally reinvented yourself. I like that. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I was, I, I, I like to work hard. And I like being challenged. You know, I, I was devastated. And I lost my job because I love teaching, you know, and I thought I was also really good at it. And that's valuable to society. Um, you know, I felt like my, my teaching work was more important than my book writing. You know, you know, I don't, I don't think my book writing is going to change anybody's life. Um, maybe possibly. Might. Um, you know, but teaching was a, for sure. I know that I was, I was, I was helping people understand the world better and ma making their lives better. And I really loved it. So I was heartbroken, but you know, I also like being challenged and you know, when it's time to do something else and you get, you get knocked down, you know, I'm, I have resources. I'm, I'm, you know, still young enough, I guess, um, you know, to do so, but I, I was, you're I younger was than Pat. I'm younger than Pat. <laughs> <laughs> By a lot, like two whole years. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad it worked out. You know, I feel very fortunate that, you know, that, that I had, a nice collection of gigs right now um, to keep me interested and engaged and, and, and doing things like this, you know, I mean, you know, you know, and going to Italy and, and, and pursuing my passion. And before we, I know you gotta let me go, but I, we were talking about Italy and, and the Renaissance and whatnot. I, I'm seriously considering moving there. Um, once my son finishes high school in two years, you know, I, mean, I just feel like when I was there in October for three weeks, and then again in December for three weeks that I felt like, A, I was home, but B like, you know, I could, I could really live, a, a, a very enjoyable life there um, and be more of an entity. You know, the American writer living in Italy is different than the American writer mm -hmm. who visits it. That's, that's so true. Well, how about this? Um, and, and I don't think our right, listeners... I'm going, say, I'm going to say yes no matter what you say. Uh, okay, well, okay. Well, you be careful. <laughs> I, I think now, since it's a quarterly magazine, I think we should have you on quarterly and maybe two weeks before the next one comes out to a talk about what's coming up in the magazine and hopefully drive even more subscriptions because your content's going to change on a quarterly basis. You could feature, you know, one of the, one of the big stories and we could also uh, maybe who have that stories on, on, on the podcast as well. So I, this could turn into a, a, a quarterly um, collaboration, collaboration uh, that, that benefits uh, both TotalTuscany.com and Total Tuscany podcast and uh, the Italian American magazine. What do you think of that? Done and done and done. See, it's that simple. That's how business deals are made. Uh, I, I, we'll, we're, we'll work out payment later on. 
Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Where's that payment going? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's true. So it's just it's it's called a trade deal. How's that? It's it's. Uh, yeah, I I'm all about win-win. Yes, the guy with the with the, the citizenship thing. You know, I, mean, I, I, I can help him, and he can help me, and then it, it's uh, it's all good, right? Yep, exactly. I bring the food, you bring the wine. <laughs> See, that's that's perfect. Um, Andrew Cotto, uh, it's Italian America Magazine. Uh, the new ep- oh. the, the the yeah, go ahead. If you want to subscribe to it, you can go to www.osia.org and hit the menu, go to Italian America Magazine, or just Google Italian America Magazine subscriptions. Piece of cake. It's always good talking to you, my friend. Uh, we'll talk to you in uh, in the next quarter as we preview the next magazine. Love it. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, Andrew. Travis, are you inspired now? to subscribe to the first magazine you've subscribed to in years. Well, I, I am, but I'm one of, what I'm even inspired more is is about the collaborations that can take place. And you know me, Pat, you and I are completely different people in that I love content, right? I, 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 I thrive on creating content. Mine happens to be more in the audio world, in the video world. Uh, I wouldn't say that I, I, I'm a decent writer, not a great writer. I need a hell of a lot of copy editing for grammar, but um, I, I'm inspired by content. And I think there's so much, and we've seen it through this podcast. We've seen it through the people that we uh, collaborate with that we are sponges and people are sponges. They just want to take in more and more and more and learn. And, and, and if we can make them feel like they're in, in, in Tuscany, uh, they listen and they, and they and they want to know more. And I think this magazine and the direction that he's going, to give it a, a completely just kind of a hip vibe, will inspire people to learn more about the Italian American culture, uh, the 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 amount of immigrants that are here. And I'm fascinated just by what you're doing locally where we live. I I'm just I'm fascinated by it, and it's it's intriguing to watch. And I think in, in, I know you can't talk a lot about it yet because there's still some stuff that's not public. But I think it's an it's an amazing story that brings two parts of the world together, but yet there's family and blood involved with that too, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, you know, it's uh, if if our listeners are anything like me, I'm just I'm always googling, you know, how, searching for content yeah. on Italy and. Andrew, we we know him well enough that, that what he puts together for the magazine is it, it's going to be a lot easier for our our listeners to get up to date information and, and really get to those stories that I think we're all craving. Uh, you know, this podcast is is what it is because people are craving that connection with Italy and and Tuscany in particular. So. You got to subscribe. Yeah. And, and the great thing, I think, you know, what always drove me nuts about Sports Illustrated, like it came weekly. It was nice, but then you had like a, a just a stack of magazines, right? Or, or time or, and this one is quarterly. You're going to get it four times a year. Uh, it'd be something you could just, you know, you, you're laying in bed, say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this in. And it's the revival of, of print. Uh, and it will feature, as you said, uh, a lot of artisans, a lot of food, a lot of wine, which is really what people are, are passionate about. So again, it's the Italian America magazine. Uh, the link to subscribe is going to be on the uh, on the podcast uh, transcri- uh, transcription. So uh, make sure to click that link and subscribe to Italian America magazine. Again, it's five bucks an issue. I mean, that's uh, that's twenty bucks a year. You probably spend that uh, alone a week in coffee. 
coffee, right? You go to Starbucks every day. You, you've spent well over 20 bucks. Yeah, so uh, go ahead and uh, subscribe and help our good friend uh, Andrew Cotto out today. We also want you to subscribe to this podcast. You may be listening, but you may not be a subscriber. So whether you're on iTunes, uh, Spotify, iHeartMedia, uh, Podbean, just go ahead and subscribe and follow this podcast. That way, when a new episode comes out, it goes right to your inbox or right to your download folder, and you'll know when a new episode is out, and you can listen instantaneously. Since you subscribe to this podcast, we want you to give it a review. Give it a five-star review, uh, and if you get time, give it a written review, because the more people that uh, the, the, the higher ratings that it gets and the more reviews it gets, that uh, it, it helps that algorithm out, and more people are able to find the Total Tuscany podcast, which I, as far as I still know, it's it's probably one of the longest-running uh, podcasts uh, about Tuscany. It may be the only one that I know of that is specifically uh, about Tuscany and, and Italy in general that uh, that runs on a regular basis. And we thank everybody who listens as well. You can follow us on social media. We have an Instagram page. Just uh, follow to- or search for Total Tuscany. Same on Facebook and Twitter. So uh, we hope you enjoyed this issue or, or this edition. And uh, if you want something, if, if we haven't talked about something you're interested in, you can always send us an email, totaltuscany at gmail.com. It's totaltuscany at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your comments. We'd love to hear your ideas because uh, we can turn those around and make that into a podcast as well. For Mr. Pat Capania, I'm Travis Justice. We will talk to you next time on the Total Tuscany Podcast. Mm-hmm.